Oh, baby. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Is this your pizza? Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and the definitive ranking of all of Michael W. Smith's songs. My name is Michael uh, Basinger. Zero. With me are Matt Polly. Hi. Brad Polly. You got something wrong with Donna Cobble? And together we are the Inglorious Pastards. Today we have author, speaker, podcaster, political correspondent, Brian, Brian Danger, Danger Andrews. At Polly Name Brad. Uh, JK, JK. We have Brandon Danger Andrews here. Andrews. Dangerous is middle name. Uh, you can find Brandon on Twitter at Brandon Andrus and at Walls underscore podcast or Facebook.com slash author Brandon Andrus. You have a website, BrandonAndrus.com as well? Yep, that's it. Sounds sounds legit. Um, you can find his podcast outside the walls, wherever fine podcasts are caught. So. Yeah. Well, let's make sure we settle this score right here. All right. My name is not Branson. It's not Brandy. It's not Brian, Brad, or Braden. And my last name is not pronounced Andres, Andreas, Andres, Andre, Andros, Andrews, Andreason, or Andreason. It is Brandon Danger Andrus. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm responsible for the Brian Andrus thing, I think. Because you posted that. Course you posted that, and I was like, yeah, from now on, you're Brian Andros. And, and then and it just kind of took off from and there. Danger is added because somebody called you dangerous. I'm very dangerous. Yes, very <laughs> Look at dangerous. me. On yes. one of his <laughs> Look at you thoughts. talking about Jesus and stuff. <laughs> How dare you? Um, yeah. Uh, what was that? I don't even remember what I was going to say. I'm glad you're here. Hey, it's, it's been, been a, it's, it's been, been a minute. far too long. Yeah, Christmas it, actually. Yeah, at the brewery. It's good to see you guys. Yeah. Brewery. 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 Stop it. <laughs> so we just recorded some of Brandon's stuff, and it was so good. And yeah. Michael was so well behaved. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up on. Uh, we're going to be on his podcast if he if it doesn't suck. Two in a row, maybe. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It's amazing how uh, domestic. Sound dem- well. Sm- <laughs> you guys are very demure, but m- my, how domesticated uh, Michael is whenever he has to type out his responses. <laughs> yeah, he is very domesticated. Very, he can be pretty well thought out. He, he and I traveled together today for work, and like he spent a good hour in dead silence <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> oh. Well, I was reading. I, was like, I, I read each doing? one, and then I wrote a response with talking points. Yeah, I'm prepared. Sometimes you were like uh, once. Hey, I prepare for this podcast. Believe it or not, it takes a yeah, lot to you get do. this. Actually, kind of what crazy. he was doing is he was slotting the top fifty feedback responses for this week. Yeah, I'm sure yes. he is. I'm sure we'll get <laughs> yeah, to that. Yeah, I, I I did that yesterday. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so let's go into uh, what are we drinking? Yeah. <laughs> What are you drinking? Hey, hey, I'm thinking that if we're going to get through this, we're going to need some fluids. Hey, hey, what are you drinking now? Hey, what are we drinking? Um, Danger, what are you drinking? I'm going rogue, baby. Yeah, see, he is dangerous. Uh, Dead guy ale. Rogue, yeah, yeah, rogue Andros. Yeah, straight from Oregon. Yes, that is really good. It is good stuff. Very, very I just good. wish Rogue six packs weren't like thirty four dollars. <laughs> if they could keep them under thirty four dollars, I might actually buy them. Have but. you drank your way through your fridge yet? <laughs> you had a, you had a fridge full of good stuff. Yeah, it still is. I still have got. Yeah, he's got a fridge yet. that rivals like a 
craft beer bar <laughs> in quality. Yowza. Well, uh, so this is a beer I picked up up northwest. In um, Indiana, in not the, northwest of the country. Yeah, northwest and Indiana. Uh, Brad Polly requested <laughs> be more this specific. by name. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, from Burnham Brewing in Michigan City. Burnham! Indiana. I like the can. Um, and it is called Creamed Corn Cream Ale. Um, it's just a cream ale, it, and it uh, they brew it with actual creamed corn in the mash. Does the word cream bother anybody else, or just me? It's pretty gross. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of right up there with the moist. Have um, you guys ever had creamed corn, like real it's, corn? Yeah, I, I don't like, like it. I do. I, I, I hated I, it when I was a kid. I loved it when I was a kid. See, I hated it when I was a kid, but I, I can eat it now. I, I ate it when weird. I was a kid, it's and I was really like, weird. eh, I, it's a texture thing. It is a weird it's, texture. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, do I chew it? Do I drink it? Do I, oh, it's yeah. I've never liked it, and I like even less uh, creamed peas. Oh. Yeah. Uh, mom used to make them with mushroom, uh, like the mushroom mush- soup. Canned mushroom. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And it you was, know, I, had a, I had a revelation recently, Matt, of, I was talking with Mandy, we were, I, I was talking about how that, like we grew up on casseroles and all this yes, stuff. Yes, we did. And I, I had this revelation the other day, I was like, holy shit, we were poor. <laughs> like, yeah. that's why. Like yeah. I hadn't, like as a kid, I had no, like that never registered right. with like, why are we just constantly eating casseroles and then like peas with yeah. mushroom like everything had mushroom soup or cream yeah. of chicken soup in it or whatever yeah. and i was like oh my god we were poor yeah. like that is why I had no idea that casseroles made you poor well it's just because they're they're cheap yeah like they're che- everything in it's cheap and it goes a long way are those, are those french onion chips Mercy. yeah oh, oh man god. those yeah. are expensive though those, would, yeah, those are actually expensive. are expensive crap yeah. out of those but no i i i like I have a, a new, even more respect for my parents. I mean, yeah. I never really realized that. Yeah, and they were just making do. Like mm-hmm. they were just trying to get along and get through. And it's like, well, have a freaking casserole. I, I know right. a guy who will remain unnamed, but uh, was raised on pretty much mac and cheese, um, chicken nuggets, pop tarts, and Pepsi. My yeah. son, <laughs> except for the Pepsi, son. yeah. That's that's pretty much all he ate. He hadn't really had vegetables. Like legitimate. I'm guessing this person is from Martinsville. Uh, he, he, I wouldn't say he's from Martinsville, but he uh, <laughs> has lived in Martinsville a good chunk of his life. Yeah, so he's from Martinsville. <laughs> then, yeah. Did yeah. you guys see the new uh, Burger King c- commercial? Is it for the the mac and cheetahs? Cheeto mac and cheetahs. Yeah, <laughs> we were going to get some of those last time for the fat pastors, but they were. Um, uh, they were out. They, they were they, out. They, 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 like they had they sold out of them. I had some yesterday. They were they, delightful. <laughs> <laughs> to the shock of no one. For science. <laughs> For science, they were delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So this beer is good, though. It's, it's, I, it, I like it. Really it. Is, it's. Yeah. It, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how I would rate it out of five three. Like it's good. Like it's. I wouldn't call it exceptional, but it's perfectly fine to just hammer back a can of that. Yeah. I, I'd Which I plan three. on yeah. doing that yeah. here in the next yeah, five a, minutes. So we're gonna uh, add in. I, I've had I've had a day. We're gonna add in an, an old segment we haven't <laughs> oh, done in God. quite some time. Hey Brad, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Let's talk about your feelings. Brad's had a day. Let's talk about my feelings. So I worked almost nine hours, which is fine. That's not abnormal. Uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, I get home, and about five minutes after I get home, I hear my wife from the. I love it. God, I love this song. (laughs) It's not me this time. (laughs) That's that's the first time I've been hit with the Sarah (laughs) McLaughlin. 
I had to. I had to. I had to. Oh, you know, that the, is that really doesn't get old. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is that no one ever expects it. No, he, no. he completely. I sets you totally guys up. did <laughs> not did not expect that. All right, go ahead with your story. So, <laughs> I hear Mandy going, "Oh no, oh no, Brad, come here. We've got a leak," and the. There is hot water shooting out of underneath my sink. I mean, hot, scalding, I yes, scalding hot water. And so I'm like, we're freaking out because I'm like, I don't know how to turn off. I can't get under there to turn the valve off because it's scalding hot water and shooting it. At this point, I don't know where it's coming from other than just somewhere. I'm, and we don't have like a main water shut off. So I run out to my front uh, yard and try to shut the city water off. Ooh, that's illegal. I don't give a shit. <laughs> If it's illegal, <laughs> what I, I would rather have a seventy-five dollar fine. Yeah, I, I've I'll take the seventy-five dollar fine over flooding my entire kitchen. Could not get it to shut off. Like I couldn't get the thing to turn because I didn't have the special tool. I was trying channel locks and everything. So, because oh uh, I'm like it's and it's probably a foot and a half, two feet down mm-hmm. into the hole, and I couldn't hardly reach down in there to get to it. So, I I run back inside and I'm like I don't know. What to do. So I call. The, a plumber and I'm to have somebody come out. Time water's gushing water's out gushing out, and we've got we're oh at this point gosh. have used about every towel in the house, uh, and we've moved on to sheets and blankets and like oh, yeah. So man. so I uh, I realize like I call the plumber and they're like call the uh, city and get them to get your water off. I'm like, God. So I called the city. Of course, it's we'll after time. There Nobody's there. And so the whole time, the water's still going. Yeah, so this whole time. And so this was probably the span of 15 minutes, yeah. I would say, that maybe 20, that the water was, was, was spewing out. So I get to, I, I finally get a hold of the emergency line for the city water, and they're like, okay, we'll send somebody out. Well, I'm like, I don't know when that is. And then it clicked with me. It's hot water. I go turn the shutoff valve off on my hot water heater and um. it is fused open. So I have oh. like channel locks and I'm like using all my strength to get it to break loose and shut off. Finally got it shut off. Uh. Finally got it shut off. And I was able, luckily it was, so the lines that they had used, whoever did it, the lines they used it was, uh, it was to three, go three chimpanzees to go from, <laughs> from the hot water valve to the faucet uh, had a plastic fitting on it. And you know, you plastic and heat and water, bad not, mixture. Not great, yeah. So I went and replaced it with a braided water line, and it was like a $12 fix. So cool. Hey, that was great. Well, you know, disaster averted, other than the fact that I found another leak that I'm going to have to call a plumber tomorrow. He can, so he comes into the so house. So that's going to be 100 bucks so, out the so door. So before you, can, he comes into the house at here where we're getting ready to record, like five till, and... Looks like somebody has beaten him with a sock full of like soap. Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of stress. So I was like, "Cool, it's over, whatever." So we start recording uh, part of Danger Andros's podcast, (laughs) Brian. And I actually, I literally slipped up and called you, Brian. So we get about what halfway (laughs) through the first one. I notice my wife is calling me, and I'm like, "This can't be good." We had to pick up one of our sons at the Y at six thirty. He had some after school thing, and they were doing a field trip type mm-hmm. thing after school. And so I take my headphones off and I answer it. She's like, I went to go get them. I'm going to have to go back home. There's something wrong with our van. I don't think it's going to make it to the Y. Holy shit. Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? So 
I had to leave here, go get him, take him home, and then come back here. Turns out, the spear of like, Shaka Zulu. Yeah, it looks like we, I mean we got a flat tire. It looks like we ran over something <laughs> with it. So on my day off tomorrow, I get to call a plumber and pay him to do something, fix a leak, and then I get to uh, go figure out how to. I got to go get a new tire. So it's uh, it's been a, a wonderful evening. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, it's a very polished. And I'm really trying. And I'm really trying to like keep it in perspective. I'm like at the end of the day, I didn't get news that I was getting cancer. Yeah. Nobody died. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I get that. Like this is these are extreme first world problems. But man, oh man, like I know the plans I have for you. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed. You know what's funny? <laughs> So I got. What's really funny is you said the word special tool earlier. I got a. That's what's funny. Yeah, Yeah, they need. You need a special tool to get the, get the water shut off. Oh yeah. And I didn't say anything. You know, you are a special tool. That's for sure. I know. You're welcome. You're you're a special tool. What's funny? Tell us what's funny. uh, I I got a while back. I got an Orthodox prayer rope, and I keep it in my car. And when I'm traveling, I'll pray it once or twice a day. And I don't generally do the normal. Jesus prayer, which is Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me, a sinner. I, I don't. I have a problem with the whole "I'm a sinner" concept. But so I just, I generally will just pray something around. I'll pray like a short mantra or something. <laughs> so today I decided, and I've done this a few times. Uh, Lord, make me present. <laughs> yeah. So I prayed that on the way home from work, and five minutes after I walk in the door, everything went to hell. You were present. So, but it, and it's funny because when I've prayed that before, those are the times where and the, the last two times I prayed that I've gone into a Starbucks mm-hmm. and not walked out again for three hours. Yeah. Because I've run into some massive so shit the, show. I think the lesson here is stop praying. Don't pray. Yeah. Like, I swear, I'm serious. Like, I've been, I know it's funny that you say that because I was seriously going, why do I do this? Like, if like I don't understand why do I do this? If I'm every time I'm going to pray this, yeah. something bad happens. I'll just stop praying. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's the lesson. Stop we're, we're, praying. We're still talking about the uh, what's everybody drinking? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go into fat bastards. We have fat bastards. Um, yeah, Michael did. Yeah, I, I got. Oh, this is well, only, Michael's the only fat bastard doing this. You've been waiting a long time to do that, haven't you? <laughs> we got something in the mail the other day. We did? Yes, we did. I didn't tell you about it because I'm cool like that. Um, this says, Pastors, to be a better straight ally, I have decided to do my part in educating you. Educating gay. Uh, <laughs> so please watch this and take in, in oh, all its splendor. This is be. And remember, if you badmouth it, it's it going to be a copy be of Rocky of Horror podcast. Picture Show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is from Shane Landing. Nice. I knew it. Thank he you, said, Shane. He was very, very upset. He that really we was. Seen that. Yeah, he yes. was. I think he, I think he took it personally. Yeah. So uh, I have promised that I will at least watch this and then uh, give him a report, but. Uh, I will pass that on to who, whichever one of you guys wants to right. watch it as well. So uh, thanks, Shane. Uh, I cannot wait. <laughs> it looks awesome. It's got the guy from Home Alone in it. <laughs> Can't wait. The guy from Home Alone. What's his name? Macaulay Culkin. It's, 
<laughs> I don't uh, think Macaulay Culkin's in it. Tim Curry, you ever yeah, heard of him? I have, yes. Yeah. All right, but Fat Pastards. Um, so this was featured on Shark Tank, by the way. Oh I'm a big fan of Shark Tank, by the way. Didn't they tell us at the gas station you bought this from? Yeah. Okay. Well, why do you think I bought it? I know. It's exactly why you bought it. This is called Grinds Coffee Pouches. It's. Uh, I, like, I like when you say grind. <laughs> it's it's caramel flavored. Don't say caramel. Caramel flavored. <laughs> don't, have, don't say after grind either. Um, and it is. It's basically a little pouch of coffee. It's it, a snuff pouch. It does. It not is. Con- it's. It looks like coffee a snuff of pouch of tobacco. It doesn't contain nicotine or tobacco. Uh, it's it's coffee. And it is the poorer for it. I can just it tell is, you that right it's now. It's been a long time since we've had a coffee-themed thing in this. And like literally on our This is going to go really good with my cream ale. Yeah, that's what All I right. was thinking. Who wants to try one? I'll, I'll throw I'll guess one I for a second until I can hack Take it back down, out. Take one down, These look... Brian? It, they look in? wet. Have you chewed on these already? No, <laughs> I have not. They're, they look moist. <laughs> they are definitely <laughs> moist. So you put them between your, your lips and your tongue... This is for the audience. <laughs> they it like uh, tingle like menthol or something. A little bit, yeah. It's it's the caramel working its magic. Hmm. Oh, those are not good. Ooh. Ugh. Ooh. It's about a quarter oh, cup of coffee. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm kind of. Oh, those are bad, dude. <laughs> Man. You don't oh. eat it. Those are worse than the Go Cubes. Yeah. Those are really Stop bad. Stop doing that in the microphone. It's Seriously, disgusting. Michael. I'm not the one making all the noise, am I? Yes, you are. You're, You're always, always the one making it. the noise. You and your moist mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with a zero. <laughs> yeah, those are really bad. Oh, the aftertaste. I sucked in a little bit. Oh, man. Now the inside of my lip's burning like that shit. So oh. why... Why did we just do this? I don't know. Okay. For fun, because I, I like to I like to torture us. Thanks for putting wow. in that. My yeah. There's it's there's something. Cold, it's tingling, like mm-hmm. tingly and a winter weird. Kind of yeah, thing. like a menthol. F- Man, my, those are freaking god awful. Now my fingers. It's the sm- sodium carbonate. Like it really. Uh, oh man. I guess I don't understand uh, the concept. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just it's, drink it's like a just cup drink of coffee, a, coffee yeah, for right. God's sake. I think it's to get. There's a Starbucks. There's eleven thousand Starbucks <laughs> in this country. <laughs> literally. Does. Well, I think the idea is to quit um, using tobacco. No, this is a. No. This is a, a gateway <laughs> no. drug, guys. No. It's a gateway. No. Drug. I'm, I'm actually going to use these. No. I'm not I even have, kidding. I have no doubt no. you will. You no. really are, Michael. Yeah. No. Really you really liked that? No. Uh, it'll keep me awake. No. Drink coffee. No, we no, work no. in coffee shops every day. I, I, I'm think, still I don't do think it. Brandon's on board. No. <laughs> no. Nope. No. Nope. All right. Let's go into the news feed. Lock up your fears. Dry all your tears. Refill your fears. We're headed into the news feed. I've just been waiting for that. Have you been here since we've had the soundboard? I, I really haven't been no. here since most of the music's been on it. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot crazy. of good music. Yeah. Man, All so many talented man. people in the pub. Yep. Andy Moore and an the important first song update, was Brian O'Dea. cannot get the taste of that out of my mouth. Uh-uh. I can't either. Even it's with tingly. drinking beer. That is really gross. It's on my fingers. My fingers smell like work now. It's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Who's, who's got a newsfeed piece? Uh, I've got one. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, this guy, this is on boardpanda.com. This guy's name is Thomas Dambo. It's uh, Rambo's cousin. <laughs> um, 
Old Tommy Se- Dam- Tommy Dams. Tommy Se- Dam Second cousin, twice removed. <laughs> Old Tommy Dams. He's an artist from uh, Denmark. He's oh. Danish. Dane. Yeah. Uh, he do. makes uh, giant recycled sculptures mm-hmm. out of like recycled wood, and he made uh, six of these and put them in the like in the woods around Copenhagen. Like these massive giants. Holy he crap. He built them in that's the forest. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's freaking it's awesome. It's really, really cool. And they're just in random places and like that's they're amazing. really well done. I love this kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's whimsical, it's it's artistic. It's I just I don't know. I think it just really that to me adds something to society. I was always in the woods when I was little, and can you imagine if you, you I mean, come across a massive? Well, most of these would pictures you be scared or would you be freaking stoked? Like most of these pictures, <laughs> most of these pictures, there's like a kid or two climbing on them, and like it's just a really cool thing. Like I just think that really adds something cool to society. So yeah. go go Denmark. So Brad, it's fun fact. It's happiest very, very, place on earth. It's very hobbitish. Yeah. Uh, oh, and fun fact: they pay sixty percent taxes, and it's the happiest country on the planet. So, for all you Brad, Brad, non-tax people, sorry, la- it doesn't the, work that way. Later this week, uh, Brad will be going out to the woods and pretending like <laughs> yes. he's a statue, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get kids to walk all over. Uh, uh, <coughs> so that's mine. <coughs> Good job. Thank you. So <clears throat> I've got both of ours are visual. That's how we always do yeah, things. Yeah, you are. There's not visual. a whole lot of ways to get no, around there's that. There's not. Yeah. Um, so this watch is off. Me. Um, Just watch me. This is off atlasobscura.com. Oh, I love that website. Yeah. Uh, did you see the, uh, it's called the Obsessively Detailed Map of American Literature's Most Epic Road Trips? No. So it's got road trips mapped out for like 12 different books. Oh, that's cool. And you can select each one and just see each one individually huh. instead of all of them together. It's got... Uh, it's got to have some Jack Kerouac on It's got there, the book right? Wild yeah. by Cheryl, Cheryl Strayed. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Cruise of the Rolling Junk by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Rolling Nowhere, Riding the Rails with America's Hobos by Ted Conover. Walk Across America by Peter Jenkins. Cross Country, 15 Years and 90,000 Miles on the Roads and Interstates of America with Lewis and Clark by Robert Sullivan. The Lost Continent by Bill Bryson. Blue Highways, A Journey into America by William Least Heat Moon. I'm going to guess he's Native American. I'll show you my... Uh, On the Road with Jack Kerouac. Uh, Roughing It, Mark Twain. Uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. What'd you say? Uh, I said, I'll show you my heat, man. I'm sorry, I asked. Uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, which is a fantastic book uh, by Robert Persig. Travels with Charlie by John Steinbeck. Yeah, that is a good book. The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test by Tom Wolfe. Nice. I really need to read... Did you see the one in Alaska? Did you see the uh, one in Alaska? No. It's called Trekking Alaska with Brian Danger Andros. <laughs> <laughs> we should find a way to map your travels. Like, that would be awesome. I do. do I you? do it with GPS. Yeah. What, yeah. Are, the, what are the odds of um, you um, <laughs> doing one based on your books? <laughs> the, the, the Brandon Andrus uh, Unearthed. Is that it? That one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> His first book. And your second book, uh, and then the end will come. Can we do a map of that? Where would it take us? Definitely Starbucks and Columbus. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a boring trip. <laughs> it's a hey, short trip. Speaking of which, I still have this caramelly taste, Michael. Uh-huh. Caramel. Caramel. I Caramelly. cannot get that taste. Of my, that is horrifyingly it, bad. It's been burnt into my bottom lip. <laughs> yeah. Try it with the, co- with the, with the beer. I did. It, I did. It, <laughs> it didn't won't go help. away. Yeah. No. 
tastes like creamy, caramely. No, it, there was nothing caramel about that. Mm-hmm. That, was that was really gross. Coffee. It tastes. You know what it tasted like? It tasted like they took old, shitty coffee grounds. Yeah, it looks and like just put them grounds. in a pouch. And here, eat this. And, and squirted we'll some it. caramel jizz on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> um, Brandon, do you have anything? Okay. I do. It's a real life story. I sent you the picture. Oh, you did? I did. In my hometown of Madison, Indiana, where I oh, grew up. Yeah. Oh, this is so <laughs> gross. We'll post the picture, but... They had an F1 tornado, so high winds, mm. a little bit of damage, but one of the towns next to Madison. We all know that when they're F1s, that there's cows flying in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> or no, that's F- F5, isn't Speaking it? of yeah. which, yeah. I watched that movie again the other day. <laughs> so I mean, don't. No, it Still, doesn't. No, no, no. I mean, it Bill doesn't Pax- hold up. Bill no. Paxton was robbed of an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Hunt was a saint in that movie. Oh, boy. So anyway, the sewage backed up in this town, and the picture is of a toilet and a bathroom where the sewage just blew out throughout Ooh. the bathroom. It's everywhere. It's like a, it's a literal entire shit. floor covered in it. OPP li- baby. Yeah, a literal. <laughs> Other shit. people's a literal poop. Shit. Yeah. I've never seen all the Saw movies, but I imagine there's a scene similar <laughs> in, in one of those movies. Just a restroom filled some real, with shit. Some real human centipede type shit there. <laughs> I mean, the reason I bring it up is because when I looked at it, I thought, <laughs> what what would you even do? You just bur- I, you burn the house to I, the ground. I, seriously, yeah. I would literally Clean just... Clean with fire. Yeah, I would literally just... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I Cry? Get the, I mean, you'd have to cry, get, right? Like get the snow shovel. I would go to Yankee Candle. First thing. <laughs> you would some, have to buy some campfire so candles. Yankee candles. Um, get some Febreze. I mean, you would literally have to like all every bit of flooring, every bit of drywall of would have to be changed. Like you'd have to everything. It. You'd have to repaint. You'd have to. I mean, everything. Like I said, even the drywall. Like you'd have to have new you're, drywall. You're not even, even going to believe this picture. I mean, it is. I heard they're grunting. Are we going to post the that poop picture? of a thousand yeah. people? It's Can't pretty, you light it's a match? It's pretty gross. Are we really going to? Oh man! <laughs> Can't you light you a match? You are welcome. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so enjoy that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, woman spends three weeks in intensive care after eating gas station nacho cheese. I heard this. She ha- yeah, she got this. botulism. <laughs> yeah. Five cases of botulism botulism out of the same gas station. She she here's that's, here's what's that's really good. nacho cheese. Here's man. what's really fucked up, and she totally had this coming. Um, she bought a bag of Doritos, yeah. yeah, and then went over there and drizzled nacho cheese yeah. sauce, just he said, available. He said to drizzled. She got the 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 community <laughs> cheese drizzle. You said cheese drizzle. <laughs> she got the community. She got the. Got the I don't really trust uh, uh, community cheese drizzles. No, I don't trust people who say drizzle. But she put it over the Doritos. Yeah. Those are already nacho cheese flavored. Here's the thing. She's doubling down on the nacho yeah, I mean, that's cheese. That's like fat on fat on fat. <laughs> I mean, that's just really gross. And then she dipped him in you know, like chowder. On, was it Tommy Boy? When he's like, oh, I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> like, that is exactly what that's for. Yeah. yeah. That's where he squirts the ketchup straight in yeah. his mouth. Yeah. All right. Since we're on the, the coffee train again, have you heard of the... Um, 
No, uh, you're on the coffee train. The, We're not on the coffee train. You're on that by yourself like a hobo. The 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 avalate avalate. Is this the black one? No the goth latte. Nope. No. Nope. Oh is, yeah, this is what they serve it in an avocado. This yes. is the dumbest. So God. so so before you freak out, hipsters cafes are serving lattes in avocados. God, you know, taking the the avocado out and doing like latte art. Let me try and. I don't know why ISIS hates us so much. <laughs> Maybe because it's a shit like this. Maybe because we're because we can't even we can't even have an we can't even have a latte shell. out of a cup. <laughs> now it has to be out of an avocado. Um, God, we are the most bored society in the history of the universe. Oh, I mean, seriously, yeah, like, that's that's really, how yeah, bored you are when you're just like, well, you know, lattes are fine, but it would be way better out of an avocado. It would be really good if we could have an a lot uh, a latte pouch that we could put in. Our- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. How about these old used coffee grounds? Let's let's repurpose these. This is the here's, most here's Caucasian co- thing that's ever it happened. It really is. Here's some old coffee yeah. grounds and a dirty gym sock. Yeah, Let's put like, it in there and stick it in your mouth. I've said a no- number of times that I hate white people. This is why I hate white yeah. people. This, like, we ruin everything. This is a very white so thing. So a picture is, of the yeah. avocado with the latte art has, has, is going to be the next cover for the next Mumford & Sons. I'm novel. telling you right now, the sooner... Like, I know like so many white people fear when we're not a majority anymore. The sooner that happens, the better. So, like, this society will actually improve when we can just be a minority and other people can be in charge. Because when we're in charge, this is the kind of shit that happens. Hey, Brad, if you're walking down the sidewalk and you see a young man with an avocado with a latte inside... I hit him with my car. (laughs) Period. Just Just sideswipe him enough that... Not that I kill him. Just enough for him to drop it. Brad, you're thinking... The way you're thinking right now is how terrorist cells start. (laughs) This is why terrorist cells start. Exactly. God. No, you don't clip the guy. You run him the fuck over, and then you back over him to make sure he's in it. This kind of shit. The great Satan started in a coffee shop. Yeah. I I have just no tolerance for this But what's next? Orange? There's going to be something next. I I would try it. Just as dumb. I would try it out of half an orange. I bet it's probably good. A good Uh, You know what it's going to taste like? It's going to taste like a latte. Have you had... um, So, Kenyan coffee with orange juice is fucking awesome. Really? I do yes. like Kenyan coffee. Well, that would make good. sense because that's very citrusy coffee. Yeah. So See? Yeah. This <laughs> See, I, just, I think I just won you over something. Well, no. You didn't win me over to drinking latte out of anything but a cup. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You can drink it out of an orange. but It's my coffee in a cup. <laughs> my coffee in a if cup. You order, yeah. If you order large, they put it in a watermelon. Ooh, Excuse yeah. me. A venti. Now, what would pair Just well? Just say venti watermelon. <laughs> like a venti watermelon. <laughs> One of those hand the, me- the medium. The medium comes in a cantaloupe. Seedless? Excuse me, the grande. We should probably move on. Okay, this here we go. This is going to be a 40-hour um, podcast. And my last one. Um, <laughs> an artificial God. intelligence. We should move on, Michael. Well, maybe not. <laughs> well, this one's hold, too good to hold pass my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. An AI invented a bunch of new paint colors that are hilariously wrong. Nope. So this guy... <laughs> it didn't. It, I know it did not. It did not because I asked Siri last night for something so simple, and Siri has yeah. no comprehension. No idea. So, can we just end the AI conversation yeah. completely? This is why we should. So, Although, did you see the Russian robot that can fire guns and stuff? I did no? see that. That's pretty terrifying. Like, <laughs> run by that's Siri, some though. Tony Stark <laughs> level crap. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All you have to do is ask it for directions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. it, yeah, it screws off the Romania. It's yeah. gone. Uh, <laughs> Shane on her t- Tumblr writes, for this experiment, I gave a neural network of a list of 7,700 Sherwin Williams 
paint colors along with their RGB values, red, green, blue value. Thank you. We, um, we get it, Michael. Well, not everybody knows. We're grown those. adults. We understand. Thanks. I heard RGB. Roy G. Biv when I was in like first grade, yeah. so I appreciate um, it. A great band. So here, here are some of the um, the the colors that I'm, I mean, it doesn't matter what the color is, but I'm going to tell you what what the name of it is. Clardic Fug. <laughs> Snowbonk is a color. I actually kind of like that. Cat Cl- Cl- for a band. Clardic Cl- Fug. Clardic Fug. <laughs> what was the other one? Snow uh, what? Snowbonk. Snowbonk, yeah. Uh, cat, cat Babble. Raunching Blue. Bunflow. <laughs> it is light brown. Or me after I eat Subway. Caring Tan. Bank Butt. <laughs> Stargoon. <laughs> Wasn't he a character in Guardians of the Galaxy? Darkwood. Same. No comment. <laughs> Sand. All three of our brains went. <laughs> yep, every one of us. Sand Dan. Grade it's Bat. L- Lieutenant's brother. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's missing his arm. Do I got no Sand Lieutenant Dan? Light of Blast. Sendus <laughs> <Cindus> Poop. <laughs> it's like a green color. Sendus Poop. Uh, testing is a color. Oh. Uh, stoner Blue. That actually does sound like a legitimate color. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Burble simp, burble bean. So basically, just took random words and threw them together with misspellings. Stanky bean, and last but not isn't least, isn't that a dance? I, I can't tell you. There has probably been I bet four out of five times if I asked Siri some, which doesn't yeah. happen very often. Did you say no? I didn't fucking no, say no, that. I, I said this, and you say it again, and it brings up something completely irrelevant. Last color is, is turdly. <laughs> Of course. Or the color of that bathroom when you see the picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very cool. it's considered turdly. Oh. Yeah. Okay. By the way, my 14-year-old son was a big fan of that article. Of, of turdly? Yeah, he was listening. Yeah. He was listening uh, to all the names. What's up, yeah. Lenny? What's up, up, Lenny? <laughs> big shock. He's down here getting something to eat <laughs> because he's a friggin' giant. All right. Here we go. Let's go <laughs> further up. Further in. Further up. Further Further up. Yeah. Before we get started, <laughs> we need a disclaimer. No, we don't. This podcast will be controversial. For some of you, this will be old news. For some of you, this will be a fresh idea. He's super proud of this. For some of you, this will be downright heresy. If you don't agree with us, agree with us, that's okay. Ten years ago, we wouldn't have agreed with ourselves on this either. Why is he doing this? If you would like to send us hate mail, we have actually set up a very special Twitter handle for you to send your hate mail. Oh, That's no. at Brandon Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> at B R A N D O N A N D R E S S. He will be taking all of our hate mail on this. That's so good. <laughs> That's all I got. So, yeah, um, people what, are going to be. What are upset. we talking about tonight? I'm glad you're prepared, Brad. <laughs> I did, I've been so I, I don't even know what way is up right now. Yeah, we could have just like we have literally had something of, every night for the last three I weeks. Know, it's it's just I yeah. All right, we're talking about hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's Surprisingly, hell? we've gone sixty some episodes and not really talked about it much. We've touched on it here and there. Yeah, but not really. But uh, we, we didn't bring the expert in. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't bring the <laughs> the hell expert in. It's not real. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So actually, moving on actually, to feedback. Um, just kidding. We're actually going to talk about Donald Trump. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. Well, well, we are talking about the hell. same thing, yeah. really. Uh, all right. Take us away. Who wants to 
to open up the floor with Hell Talk. I think Danger Andros should lead this one off. Brian? So why don't we do this? Okay. Let's, um, one of the things that I like about Greg Boyd is that he has this concentric, these concentric circles, and there are things that are... Are with, there nine of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, so, you. Thank you, everyone. Well done. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. Uh, within, within the faith, within the inner circle, the things that Christians agree upon is mm-hmm. the nature and character of Jesus first. So there's, you know, by looking at the parables, by his life, wh- whatever, there should be no controversy on Jesus. And then outside of that, you deal with dogma and set of beliefs held by almost all Christians, or you could say things like um, things affirmed in the earliest creeds, okay? And there's a little bit of difference, but most most people are on the same page. <clears throat> and then outside of that is doctrine. And I would say within that, there's varying degrees of belief yeah. with doctrine. So to kind of set this up, with hell, there's various opinions within Christianity itself. So, you know, already starting off at the very beginning, just being completely honest and saying, we're going to talk about a variety of ideas and opinions here. Yeah. And it's okay. It's not, these are not the kind of things that we put up our fists and fight over. You know, people have different opinions, but we are going to take, um, we're going to ask tough questions and hopefully people can listen in a posture of humility. Like we've been talking about tonight where, you know what, if you feel challenged, then go do some research and look things up and ask tough questions. But the thing that we can't do at the very beginning is start off by saying, this is so challenging and it challenges the very foundations of everything that I've ever known, but I'm going to put up my hands and say, I'm not going to listen or put your fingers in your ears. So with all that being said, talk to the hand because the face. With all that being said, people are probably going to do that anyway. Going to do it anyway. Like this is, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that there's not a real clear consensus in church history on hell. Right. But man, that is just not the narrative. Like the idea is that, you know, this is what Jesus meant. He meant, and it's like, no, like when your, your version of hell, most likely your vision of hell came from Dante. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that when we talk about it, that's mostly what we're talking about is Dante's vision of hell. Even at that, though, I mean, I was reading some stuff by N.T. Wright recently, and and he was talking about how Americans specifically seem to be way more obsessed about hell than even other countries yeah. and Christians. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I, I think that we'll get into the meat of the subject in a second, but, you know, probably part of the reason is that became part of the message, right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. became a right. part of trying to convert people to Christianity. And so you scare someone enough, you can convince them, convince them of anything. So can we, I want to take a little bit of a step back um, before we dive into this, because I want to be forthright about what kind of my opinion is um, and cur- where I'm at currently, because I've been all over the place in terms of what hell is. But um, I, I guess my question is, do you believe in an afterlife first? How do you guys? Because because right now I'm yeah. I'm struggling to even think that that there is an afterlife. I you know I've gotten to the point with the afterlife. I'm like nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows anything. We talk about is speculation. Whether it's no, there's absolutely not, or absolutely certainly it's streets of gold. It's I mean, it's all speculation. Mm-hmm. Like 
so nobody knows, and that's just kind of the posture I've taken with it. I don't have a freaking clue. I'm going to find out. We're all going to find out. If, you, if Pete Holmes was here, he'd ask, "What happens when you die?" I mean, I feel like I, I feel like something of us live has to live on, even scientifically speaking. I mean, and energy doesn't die. doesn't die; like it yeah. just gets transferred. So something something happens. I, it, from a scientific perspective, it seems like something has to happen. Like it can't. But what that is. Does, is, it, it does, know, is, does is Brad going to know? I'm, am I going to know I'm Brad in the next whatever? Does consciousness, I don't know. Does consciousness yeah, carry on? Yeah, that's the question. We're all, we're all made of I carbon. mean, because the, the body is gone. Like, it's yeah. freaking worm food. But, like, the our energy, what happens with that? Our consciousness, what happens with that? Like, that's, you know, that's the, the question that I think really has to be answered. But there is no answer, and yeah. there isn't going to be an answer. And we are, we are all made of carbon, which has been around since the beginning yeah. of time. So it's mean, just like carbon I said, this, reshaping this shell, itself. This shell's just, it's, it's gone. You've I mean, got a little bit of Oprah in you, yeah. a little bit of um, <laughs> Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, a little bit of, uh, I don't know, Tolstoy maybe. Um, it's all, we're all using I'm the same. I'm more concerned about having Oprah in me. That's what I'm concerned about. <laughs> well... Your body re- reforms itself. All the atoms are changed within a seven-year period. That's what I heard in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> no, you didn't hear that. I didn't hear the Bible, but yeah. I have heard that on on the dark net. Um, so I, I uh, for me right so, now, and, and for the longest time, like part of my deconstruction was saying hell doesn't matter. Like the afterlife doesn't matter to me because what's more important is the here and now. So. Before we get into it, like I'm just gonna say up front, I'm a little skeptical that there is an afterlife. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I consider me skeptical too because I mean, a skeptic is at the end of the day, it's I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about it. Yeah. I, I don't either. Michael and I had this. this little, we talked about this a little bit on the way home today while he wasn't taking notes for himself. Um, and I, I think I probably tend to still fall back on the, ah, probably, but again, I. Yeah, who knows? And I don't spend, I spend very little time thinking about it at yeah. all. But again, you know, like Brett, scientifically, something I think continues on. What that is, what form that takes, I don't have any idea. Yeah. I'm honestly not really necessarily afraid of death if there isn't an afterlife. What no. Pete Holmes always says is, um, where were you during the Civil War? Yeah, like, right. It'll be just as painless after. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, and, and even even if there's not, I mean, let's say this is it. Like what we have here is it. It's not like you're going to know. Well, and not even that, <laughs> but it's like it doesn't make your experiences any less meaningful. No. It doesn't make this life any less meaningful no. if you've lived it. However you've lived it, if you lived it in search of, you know, truth and beauty and grace and love and forgiveness, it doesn't change experiences you had whether there's something afterwards or not. So, where do you land on the afterlife? My opinions have changed over the years. Um, I kind of grew up believing that the final destination of like a Christian would be in a disembodied state in heaven, right? Floating on clouds, playing harps, uh, maybe not exactly that. Singing Chris Tomlin songs. Singing Chris Tomlin songs. That actually sounds like hell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have to listen to him a lot I these days. Of your love God, just freaking garbage. That's I delirious. Sing, I know. I will sing of your love. I am I am singing of your love forever. <laughs> Are you song, done? Song that never ends. Are you done now? Yeah. Okay. So, so my opinion has changed over the years, and I think the biblical narrative points way more to a renewed and restored creation. Yeah. Um, you know, where there's resurrection, where death and sin 
has been defeated. Evil has been defeated. Um, death no longer has a sting where there's, um, Shalom, mm-hmm. where there's peace, where there's brotherhood and community. Um, Every, and, everything in its right place. Everything in its right place. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I look forward at something like that, I mean, I don't sit around and think about that all the time, but I will tell you that it informs what I work for presently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if it's something that I'm anticipating in the future, then it's certainly something that I want to begin living in right now and letting others take part in that as well. Right. And so I don't sit around and obsess about that part of it. Um, I think that that's why I have hope. And I think that that's why hope is such a great thing. And being that I've been around so much death recently, um, I, I'll just tell you guys that like everything in my being just hopes that that's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I really do because in every way that I've ever longed for things to be made right or every longing that we've had for the world to have peace or, um, you know, for their, to, for justice to prevail, um, for death, not to have the final say, I think that my longing and my heart is that all things will be made right. So with all yeah. that being said, <clears throat> that really, kind of sets us in a weird spot, yeah. you know, going into talking about hell. Yeah. It kind of, what you were saying kind of reminds me of, um, actually the, the title of this segment further up, further in C.S. Lewis's idea of, of, of heaven is that it's a more magnified, more beautiful version of the current well, world I, that we live you in. You look at <clears throat> the great divorce, oh, man. which is a fantastic novel. It's the, about the only thing of Lewis that I read anymore. Occasionally I'll read till, that. Till we have faces, that's... Oh, occasionally read that. I'll read... I've never been a huge fan of Lewis's theology, mm-hmm. um, but his his fiction, I think, is great. But The Great Divorce, basically the idea is that heaven is realer than real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the grass is sharper. It's something you have to sort of get used to. Um, that there's this thing in the afterlife. But the, interestingly enough, also, for anybody that thinks that Rob Bell created the whole idea, uh, in that book, a man travels, there's a bus that travels from hell to heaven, and you can stay. So You're given an option. Yeah, it's yeah. a choice, even then. So that idea wasn't original with The Bell. bus driver is Chris Farley. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's no yelling on the bus. Yeah, though. that's right. Um <clears throat> but I think I find that I find his vision of whatever it could be in an afterlife really compelling. Yeah, um, you're becoming more and more of what you always. Are yeah, yeah, yeah. More, it, mm-hmm. it, like it's like I said, it's realer than real. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing that really, and you guys may have read this. I can't remember if I. I think I wrote it in my second book at the very end, but it was the conversation that I had with a guy, one of my friends, and love this guy. But we were chatting one day, and he said you know, um, I'm actually not looking forward to heaven. Kind of had my attention. Hmm. And I said, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, why? Why is that? And he said, because there's so much more of this life that I've never experienced Hmm. and that I haven't seen, and my heart just longs for that. And, And my heart kind of broke in a way because even at that time I had a different theology than what he was growing up or into himself where he thought when I die, I'm going to go to this disembodied state forever, forever and ever. And it's going to be super boring, non-adventurous, not pretty, you know, whatever. And I thought, man, I, I really just wanted to break in and say, 
what if the future looks a whole lot different than you've ever imagined? Yeah. You know, what if every longing in your heart is realized and you know, it is adventuresome yeah, and it is right. beautiful. Right. You know, it's interesting. I've heard a lot of, you know, when we talk about the afterlife, I've heard a lot of, um, one of the big arguments of atheism is, you know, all these, you know, you hear about near death experiences. And in fact, my wife's grandma, who's no longer with us, but at one point she died for 15 minutes was legally dead. And they came in <clears throat> the nurse, they came in to prepare the body and her hand moved. Um, tell me that wouldn't freak you the yeah. shit out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, um, but she talked about it, uh, that she talked about kind of what everybody says. It was a, it was a garden. It was bright. It was like, that's the only way she could use to describe it. <clears throat> and one of the arguments of atheism I hear is that it's, you know, well, it's just a, you know, a tidal wave of DMT or whatever, you know, the, whatever that chemical is. <clears throat> and my thing is who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, does that really freaking matter? Like, if because that's at the end of the day, you're, that's your consciousness. Yeah. Some part of your consciousness is, I don't know if it's moving on or if it's whatever. It's just a tidal wave. So, like to to say that, like, well, it's just a tidal wave of DMT. Well, what if that tidal wave of DMT is something that just continues? Where you know, what I mean, it's like this part of your transition of your consciousness from this to something else. I don't know, yeah. like. And so I just, I don't know. I always feel like that argument rings really hollow for me. Like, because if, even if that's what it is, who gives a shit? Yeah. <coughs> so we need to get into hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Let's talk about hell, babe. So here's what I want to do. I just sat down at Starbucks outside. <laughs> in and Columbus, I just, Indiana? I, in Greenwood, Indiana. Oh. Be, be more cliche. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, when I walk into work, I can spot a pastor oh, a God, mile yeah. away. Yeah. I once saw a guy in we just Col- called Brandon a pastor in Starbucks in Columbus, Indiana, and he had a plate of muffins and a little sign that said, "I'm a pastor." If you'd like to talk, here's a muffin. Oh man! Why can't and be, people here's a muffin. actually fucking stopped and talked to him? Why can't it just be here's a muffin? Enjoy your day. Yeah. Like I know who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear what I said, I, I know who that guy is. His That's name hilarious. is Brian Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Danger. I go by many names. <laughs> undercover anyway. and um, I'm sure he's a nice guy. You know, whenever I was at Starbucks in Greenwood, though, I was not drinking a latte. I had a pouch latte. <laughs> That looks super cool. All right, so here's what I want to do. Was it have an avocado? I went stream of thought, <laughs> yeah. and I just thought, well, let's not even get into the biblical stuff yet. Yeah. Maybe we will, maybe we won't, sure. whatever. I mean, there, there's tons there's, of stuff out there. People can basically research and reaffirm their own position on anything, I think. But I just decided to go through some logic of just sure. me thinking through it, and because I spend a lot of time in my car driving, and so I'm thinking all the time. So I'm just going to go stream of thought, Whenever you've had enough, whenever you're wincing with pain, or when you're ready to say something, just stop because it's gotcha. uh, here it goes. Okay. It's going to be full on okay. outside the walls podcast right here. <laughs> I thought I'd give the soundtrack to that. Perfect. <laughs> Evil existed before humanity was created. Mm, okay. 
Man, that's okay. God. Is I'm that like, your that's opening your statement? Off? Jeez. Well, just don't don't interrupt. So evil existed before humanity was even created. And to our knowledge, we did not agree or have any say on entering this reality. At least that's the narrative that we grew up with. Sure. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If God created a reality in which evil existed before humanity, then it rests solely on God alone. It's God's responsibility to resolve the situation of evil and to not blame us for the impossible situation and heavy burden of getting everything right in order to avoid punishment or eternity in hell. Hmm. So all of a sudden we've been injected into a situation or a reality that one, at least the narrative that we've grown up within that we had no foreknowledge of quite literally injected into it. Right. We want to get, yeah. If you want to get nice. uh, reproductive. Oh girl. <laughs> hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> yeah. He's here to fix the cable. <laughs> part of, part of your father's injection. So we've been put into a situation. Nice. Just somebody write that down. That's yeah. So evil was evil existed before humanity was even put into this situation. And to our knowledge, we did not have any say so on whether or not we were going to be into this. So it's God's responsibility solely to reconcile the situation of evil and not blame us for not getting it right and sending us to eternity in hell. Which the biblical narrative actually says, oh, you it's your fault sort of indicates that it's our fault. Well, we'll get there. Okay. So (laughs) my question is, why ought a human be punished for eternity for entering a reality into which we did not agree, into which we didn't have any say, and for which we were not the original cause of evil in the first place? Okay. We're going to qualify some of this in a second, but these are just big questions, so don't get mad, people. (laughs) That's at Polly (laughs) Nimbrough. Because if I had a choice on entering a reality into which the deck seemed impossibly stacked against humanity or stacked against me with the incredibly large percentage of all created human beings going to hell, I would have simply chosen to never enter that reality in the first place. Sure. Right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. That logic leads to several conclusions and a whole lot of questions. So, if heaven versus hell is the ultimate battle royale of the ages, then isn't God already the biggest loser? Because we know. Yeah, and I think I think that that's actually kind of a different way to put the question. Basically, the same question that Rob Bell asked in Love Wins. The whole question he asked in Love Wins was, "Does God get what God wants?" Because in the the scriptures make it very clear that God's he wants desire all is for to come to repentance, everyone to, to come, to, everyone to dwell with him forever. So, his, and that was the question. And the brilliant part of that book is he never answers it. Like he just asks the question, and that's you know what's funny. People that, got pissed. But all of in all of the criticism, I I saw of that book, not one fucking person, like actually addressed addressed that, that question. That was the main question of the whole book. Does God get what God wants? Well, let's answer it tonight. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm prepared to do that. Yeah. Love wins. Debunked. (laughs) (laughs) If billions and billions of people go to hell for eternity, then God loses. Mm -hmm. Truth be told, if one person is sent to hell for eternity, God loses. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah, in the heaven versus hell match. Yeah. yeah. There is no good news in that, no matter how you spin it. Secondly, if eternity in hell is really the ultimate destination for those who do not accept Christ, does this not make God the absolute worst tyrant in the history of all things? Yeah, okay, he's so a that's a giant prick. Right. And so that yeah. question's been asked before. So there's yeah. nothing new on that. So, number three, if evil existed before a single human was created, which would make it God's situation alone to remedy, is God not a sadist? If we are though, if we are those punished for something that we didn't cause, yeah, right, okay, yeah, well, there and that's you it's know, like blaming your kids for the drink you spilled on the carpet, right? right. And well, it's also you know, coming back to Rob Bell, he says, you know, we talk all the time about good news, but billions of people frying for There's eternity—that's no good that's not good news. That's, that's good a news. horror movie. That's a, yeah. Like horrific. It's a horror show. That's not good news. That's only good news if you're in quote on the right side. I mean, it's not good news. Yeah. Yeah, and I if got you, good if you're news. The, I'm not going to punish you for shit you didn't do. And if you're if you're the kind of person who can celebrate that, yeah, you, you got that's, fucking psychological that says, problems. That says that, way more about you than it well, does about that, the other and, person. And so to soften that position a little bit, <laughs> we're, we're going to invite people a little bit later yeah. into a softer position. Okay, good. Okay, okay. All right. So number love, four, I'm not softer position. All right. I'm not known for my softness. <laughs> How does God unilaterally? decide to put humans into a situation in the first place that may lead to the vast major majority burning in hell for eternity. Number five, if Jesus is the perfect representation of God, then how could Jesus not just preach radical, unmerited, and unconditional forgiveness and love, and then ask us to do the same thing if ultimately God gives up on people in unforgiveness and conditional love and sends them to eternity in hell. Yeah. That's okay. So no, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that because this part of my deconstruction years ago, I remember I had, I was, I remember very clearly <clears throat> sitting in church and the pastor was talking about forgiveness and he was talking about, you know, you should forgive, you know, unconditionally, and, you know, I know people can hurt you, and it was the whole 70 times 7 passage and all this. And I remember thinking, very clearly thinking, why the fuck do we not hold God to that standard? Yeah. Like, right. so we say that we're supposed to forgive unconditionally as God forgave us, but we never go, that's only counts for Christians, apparently. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's never extended to anybody else. We're saying you should extend forgiveness to all people no matter what they do to you. But, but we, God, but then, we, but then we're like, but standard. God is just like, well, if you do this enough times, then you can eat shit, right? Like if it doesn't stop, make if you don't any stop sense. Jerking off, you're going to go to hell, right? Like that's yeah, yeah it's what it amounted to. It I mean, yeah, I know. And lastly, <laughs> how could God give the sole responsibility of keeping people from hell to such a feeble, inadequate, broken, and busted chosen people? Read that again. I like that. And lastly, <laughs> how, how could God give the sole responsibility of keeping people out of okay. hell to such a feeble, inadequate, broken, and busted chosen people? Yes. If all of this is true, is God not a tyrannical, sadist loser, as Donald Trump would say? You're a loser. Who, who has really just pawned off all responsibility to an utterly inadequate chosen people to remedy a situation to, to remedy a situation in which God created in the first place. So it's at this point where God is so where, tricksy. It's at this point where someone God may, is Gollum. <laughs> My precious. 
Well, that's not an inadequate. That's not an inadequate split personality. Yeah. yeah. So it's at this point where someone might ask, "What is salvation if it's not rescuing people from hell?" And that's a great question, mm-hmm. but it's not the discussion that we're having tonight. Right. So th- think about this. What about every single person born before the death and resurrection of Christ? Right. Yeah. What about people born before the death and resurrection of Christ who lived in the farthest reaches of the planet? What about every single person born after the death and resurrection of Christ who lived in the farthest reaches of the planet and who never heard about Judaism or the saving grace of God through Jesus? What about every single person unlucky enough to be born into their religions and never know otherwise? What about every single person who ran away from God because their parents physically, emotionally, and verbally abused them in the name of God? What about every single person who never wanted anything to do with God because of the hateful wrath of those who yelled and screamed and damned and condemned them in God's name? Does any of this at all discount the... (laughs) So does any of that discount the uh, accomplishment and victory of God through Jesus defeating sin and death once and for all? No. Not asking one of those questions discounts any of it. Does any of this take away... Any final judgment of God? No, God can still have a judgment. Does this mean that people do not have free will and that God will save them even if they don't want to be saved? No, God still gives you your free will, right? Does any of this rob the gospel of its power? No, in fact, it strengthens it. Does this mean that we are not sinners or even more not participants in evil in needs of in need of God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness. No, not a chance. So the cent- here, here's where I'm going to end it up. The central question at this point. This has been outside the walls. <laughs> That's, I told he you. is fired up, man. I He's love on a roll, man. I love it. All right. Yeah. Here's here's the central question. Okay. Is it is that really who God is that really who God is? Hmm. And what the plan has always been? Or did we go off track somewhere in the last 2,000 years? Yeah. And I think it's the latter. I think it is too. Yeah. The latter you know, means the second it, one. It's, <laughs> thank you. That's a very important contribution. Yeah, you're welcome. So I remember in college, in a theology, systematic theology class, which fucking systematic theology. Yeah, that's... Because uh, it's all neat and tidy. So... I remember sitting in there, and we had a discussion one time with a professor about, it was that classic discussion of what happens, you know, what happens if a... The hounds of hell are barking. Well, but what happens if a, if, the, if a guy's going to get, if a guy's going to get uh, baptized, he gets hit by a car on the way? Right. Does he go to heaven or hell? Like, so we're asking all these questions. What, you know, and then what happens if, you know, what happens to the the person that, uh, never had a chance to hear the word of Jesus, the name of Jesus, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, God, like, I, I remember, like, thinking, then I was, like, engaging in the discussion. I think of that now, and I'm like, if you're splitting those kinds of hairs, you have missed the fucking point, and you've missed it by a wide, wide margin. Right. Like, that if you're going, well, you know, he would have been forgiven, if you know, if he would have, if he just would have made it into the water, except, you know, he got hit by that truck, so he's fucked. Right. Like, if you're splitting those kinds of hairs, you can't talk about grace. There's no such thing as grace. So that word should never enter your lips again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if those are the kinds of questions you're asking, you don't believe in grace. You just believe in another kind of law, a new kind of law with Jesus attached to it. So that's that's... 
part of my two cents. <laughs> We're Sorry. a little angry tonight, I got guys. a little fired up there, yeah. <laughs> so God, in fact, did believe that evil was, in fact, his problem to deal with. Yeah. Yep. And to reconcile. And humanity, listen to this, humanity has not been condemned. What did you say? <laughs> say, that, say that again. God, God believed that it was, in fact, his situation to deal with. Evil was his problem and situation to deal with. And humanity has not been condemned. Mm-hmm. And despite any way that we've participated or extended evil through our own will, own free will, we have all been forgiven. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's the thing that has to be said at the very beginning is that we've been put into a situation in which, one, we never asked to be in, as far as we know. This could be completely like Matrix, you know. <laughs> um, but we've been injected or put into a situation in which we, we've been put into a reality in which we ha- have never asked to be in, in which evil existed before we were even put into it. And so it seems like that the resolution to the problem is God resolving the problem of evil, yes, yes, and not condemning us for that. Yes. We've been participants in it. And, and for that, it's like w- when we have strayed from union with God, which is sin, mm-hmm. when we've strayed from that and we've par- been participants in evil or extended evil toward other people, sure, I, I will ask for forgiveness for that. In any way that I've played a part in that, in hurting or oppressing people, at marginalizing people, at wounding people with my words, with my fist, whatever, I'll ask for forgiveness for that. But I'm not standing here as a condemned, unfor- uh, a, a condemned man. I mean, what, what's the verse? John three sixteen and seventeen, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. never talk about seventeen, do we? Right. Seventeen <laughs> says, you know, I didn't come into the world to condemn it. Yeah. yeah. Why? Well, because evil was your problem to fix. Yeah. And, you know, through the accomplishment of Jesus on the cross and the resurrection, I believe that satisfied it to where God no longer holds people in that place of condem- condemnation, which then people would be like, okay, well, what's the good news then? If it's not threatening people with hell, then what do we even do? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great announcement to say, well, the, the original... You know, the, that language that the New Testament church co-opted, euangelion, good news, was a Roman victory announcement. Victory. Yeah. It's yeah. over. Right. We won a great victory. We won. Yeah. Oh, victory So, like, in Jesus. when they say, when the New Testament I says good you. news... Forever, <laughs> me and bought me... With his redeeming blood, he loved me. I knew him, and all my love is to him. He brought me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. The last time I was on here, we did Bismarck Key. <laughs> we've, we've gotten more spiritual since then. <laughs> Boy, that was uh, that was thirty. Special. That was thirty-five seconds that people are going to hit the mute button. Is what that was. So, what what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> I, you and Galleon being a yeah, victory. So, I mean, it. But it, it like so when the New Testament Church was saying that they were talking about a final victory, 
It's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't just for Christians. Like, right. the point of, quote, accepting Jesus was right. to accept that way of life because it was the best way best to live way now. It, it's here not, and it's, now. It's not a threat. It's an no, invitation yes, into, right? It's an invitation into something great, not yes. a threat. Well, right. And the, the very nature of salvation is return from exile. Right. Yes. Like, that. that's one of the major... I heard Rob Bell talking about this with Pete Holmes. I know we quote them a lot, and there's a reason for that. Um, but one of the major themes of the Bible is return from exile. Right. Over and over. And, and that is one of the major themes of what Jesus talks about. Forgiveness, return from exile. I mean, that that is Contrary to popular is. belief, the Old Testament is full of grace. Like, yeah. it's constantly them fucking up. They get dragged yeah. off to some faraway land because they yeah. screwed everything up. And then God, in his grace, goes, okay, well, I'm going to bring you back. Yeah. And then they and it's, it and it's up not, again. It's not return from exile in the sense that you were you were separated, from, like God cast you out. And right. You have to return. It's 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 return from exile from the the shit that has held you in bondage for so long. Yeah. It's freedom from the bullshit in your yeah. life that you that is that has held you captive and has kept you from not to sound all Joe, Joel Osteen on you, but has kept you from your best life, like the the life that you were intended to live. That, and, that's and not right. even that, but but to find the the real you, the you that is you. Yeah, I mean, and, and so what we would say is that in the resurrection, there's a fusion between heaven and earth, a new humanity, mm-hmm. a new creation. And, and it's that which we have the opportunity and great pleasure of embodying right now and inviting other people into that as well, because we realize that it's a place of freedom. It's a place of peace. It's a place of reconciliation where not just between you and God, but you as an individual, between you and other people, and then outside of that communally. So it's of it's good news of great hope for all the people. It yeah. sounds like a Christmas story yeah, for right. some reason. But a lot of people will be like, I like what you're saying. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, like I what, hear you. But, but what? Here's, I just don't agree. Right. And, and so I like that for me. But for <laughs> yeah, that guy, down there the it street, is right there. Yeah. He's an asshole. <laughs> so to those people, we'll say this. Brandon's got something for you. Well, we'll say, oh, wait. In the New Testament, I'm not even talking about hell in terms of eternal torment and hell was not even a concept in the yes. Old Testament. So within right. Judaism, uh, and Jesus was a Jew. The reli- the religion <laughs> the religion that Jesus grew up with then did not even have a concept of eternal damnation or torment right. in hell. So that's the beginning point. Uh, so then, Brandon, uh, Jesus was a Christian. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, let's talk like about the most famous Christian. Let's talk about that first Christian. All right. So when preaching the uh, good news of the kingdom of God, Jesus did not preach eternal torment and hell. Right. Paul did not preach eternal torment and hell. The early church did not preach eternal torment and hell. The book of Acts, the first church, did not preach eternal torment and hell. Eternal torment and hell was not part of the good news. Because it's shit news. That's so, not good news at all. That's I got shit. Some really bad news for you. Guys. Good, news, it, good news. It can't. If, if it's just good news for a certain set of people, it's not good news. It's the same old news that's been preached from the very beginning of time. So some people because it's just purely tribal, right? Where it's only good news for my tribe, and that. And here you get into the political nature. Uh, in the revolutionary oh, no, nature no. of the not political. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't mean political, <laughs> and then we're going to talk about politics. Brandon Andrews, so. but you get into. When Rome 
pronounced a Evangelion good news. It was good news for the Roman tribe and only their tribe. Right. It's, that's why the New Testament church, the new, the early church, co-opted that and said, "No, good news for all." I think you're mispronouncing you and McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not bad. That's I'm all gonna, right. I'm gonna let it. It's all right because that's pretty for good. Michael. Yeah, that's it's, you know, it's it's a very Michael joke. I like for, it. for Michael, that's a hard eight. For anyone else, that's a soft four. <laughs> But you know that's that's good, buddy. So so basically, whenever you look at the the New Testament, the only place in the entire Scripture that you'll find a place, or or let's just say the entire concept of eternal damnation in hell, is a single verse, Matthew twenty five forty six, where it talks about corrective punishment for an age. Some people would interpret that as eternal damnation. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into the language, but the, the funny thing about it is that even at its worst, it's corrective punishment for an age, okay? Because the word that was used, I've got news for you. People do some homework. The word eternity is not even a word in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. There's no such word as eternity in right. the Bible. The word in uh, Hebrew was uh, what they use for the world to come or the age to come, they would say uh, Olam Abba. Oh, yeah, yep. And in the New Testament, they would use, um, uh, blanking, Zo- uh, Zoe Ahionios. Yeah. And that would mean the age to come. So every single time that they used, uh, unfortunately, misused the word, um, they would inter- interpret that as eternal uh, eternity. Man, I'm stumbling. Uh, they they would interpret that as eternity, but the problem is, is that's not what it means. Yeah. They always thought about the present age and the age to come. And so, already, even at its worst, if there is a punishment, if Jesus is separating the sheep from the goats, the punishment of the goats is is corrective punishment for an age. It's definitive. It's finite. It's not for eternity. So. Funny thing. <laughs> this, this, this is actually really funny because most people will go back and say, well, yeah, but Jesus talked about hell. And then if you look at the Greek word, it's Gehenna, which mm. is a physical location, yeah. right? So yeah. some people may say, well, you're playing... It's over by the, the Walmart. <laughs> Gehenna. Now, I know that girl. In English, it's Martinsville. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing about... I know that girl. I know that girl. That's like <laughs> Gehanna Jones, you know her, right? <laughs> you you might want to. I think you've got a case of Gehanna on you. Stop. Let me get, have a doctor Stop. check that out. <laughs> Old King James uh, didn't do us any favors. They they, no. they translated a physical city as hell. Funny thing though is that that same exact place in Hebrew, Ga Ben Hinnom, was never translated hell in the Old Testament. <laughs> it's still a physical location. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the atrocities that's been done has been done with the language and the interpretation and the understanding, which has caused, and, and I think you're right, Brad. I mean, even if you look at Dante's Inferno, it's, an, it's probably exacerbated yeah. a lot of the problem. So yeah. it probably wasn't the root problem, but then you have people who are translating and retranslating and, and taking different words like Sheol or yeah, right. Gehenna. Which and, was just a waiting right, place for Hades, the dead. Hades yeah. which was borrowed from pagan cultures at the time. And they give it, they lump all of that into one thing, which is hell. And then all of a sudden they ascribe this crazy eternity in hell 
and then Dante like fleshes that out. Yeah. So you have this really scary thing that's like built on nothing. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing there. Yeah. Yep. And it's become the main cornerstone of the church's message. Yeah. Turn or burn. Yeah. What else you got? So you got more stuff? You, I, I got do, stuff too, but you well, got Let stuff. me ask you a question. Yeah, so, I got questions too. What? So most of the time I, I, I think I don't believe there's a hell. But then like I, I think about, you know, Jesus' words of how, you know, basically the idea is that we choose heaven or hell right now by what we say, what we do. Absolutely. How we treat it, each other, how we treat ourselves, whatever. So like if that's a choice now, why would it why would there not be a choice if there there's is. if there's an afterlife? There is. There is still a choice. So you're not saying that you don't think there's a hell. God was God is never going even if you believe in universalism. All people are saved. God is not going to force anyone to do anything, right? Yeah. So here's here's what I would think about that. Is he's, that He's a gentle lover. He's he's a he, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I like I said today, he is literally the king of just whatever line exists, just obliterating it. Do not hashtag that. Do not fucking hashtag that. Do you understand me? No. Okay. That is not happening. Wow. Uh. <laughs> He's not trying to I mean, force I, anything. I Go really, ahead. really had a great point. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. God, God is to, not trying to force anything. Welcome to our world. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say it this way. The entire point is for there to be union with God. Yes. And God is life. So if you choose disunion from life, you are choosing death. And, and I still believe up until the very end, you know, that Re- Revelation talks about the second death, and I really think that that's what it is. Um, we'll get into a couple of things really quick um, that's really pretty overwhelming, and this will kind of make the point. But I think that ultimately to the very end, people still have choice on what they want to do. Mm-hmm. If people in the very end say, you know, they, they put up their fist and they shake their hand and they say, it doesn't matter how good, how glorious, how whatever, I will never bow. So hold will never, on to your ego. Right. I will mm-hmm. never confess. And, and see, that, and I think, I think it let's, let's assume for the sake of conversation, let's assume that there's an afterlife. Let's assume that there's a heaven and a hell. Okay. And I think we can all agree those are gigantic assumptions. <laughs> okay, so yeah, don't I mean? So, but just for the sake of conversation, let's assume that those things exist. So, why would somebody who's racist now, if they die, want to go to a place with every or, tribe, tongue, and nation? Can, can I ask that differently? Like, like, why would you? Like, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Why would Hitler want to go to a place that has Jews in it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. That was my question. Why would Donald Trump want to go anywhere that there's not white billionaires? I mean, like, what about Hitler? What about Brad? Yeah. What about the atheists? <laughs> what about Brad? Well, let's go on a really quick litany, and then I'll answer that okay. question. Okay. So this is just a quick pull today from what I could find. Ephesians 1.10, unity to all things. Mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 15.28, the son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him. Philippians 3.21, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control. 
Isaiah 45, 23, every knee will bend to me and every tongue will confess allegiance to me. Romans 14, 11, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Philippians 2, 10, every knee will bow in heaven, in heaven and on earth. Matthew 19, 28, the renewal of all, all things. things. Mm-hmm. Acts 3.21, uh, comes time for God to restore everything. Thing. Colossians 1.20, the reconciliation of all things, to oh, reconcile himself to all things. Colossians yeah. 1 is like it's a backbreaker. A, with yeah. My, yeah, with my deconstruction, that was the passage that broke me finally. Yeah. Oh. Like, And there's more like just like yeah. that all through yeah. Paul's Colossians yeah. 1 yeah. Is, gives yeah. me goosebumps. Yeah. So. Don't say anything else. Um, first, first Timothy four ten. <laughs> no, he looked, he looked right at Michael when he said that. By the way, yeah. Uh, first Timothy four ten, mm-hmm. Savior of all people. Titus two eleven, bringing salvation to all people. Revelation twenty one five, I am making everything new. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Second um, Corinthians five, He's given us the ministry of reconciliation. <sighs> But that's only if they follow the five steps of salvation, right? <laughs> well, but that's how the church has interpreted it. Well, so. Let me just sum up my position, and then you guys can uh, finish right. it up. My position is I really, down deep in my bones, hope and pray that there is not a hell where people will burn for eternity. I, I think that it lacks evidence. Mm-hmm. I think it lacks logic. I think that it does not rob people. Even to the very end, you know, in uh, Revelation 21, it talks about God, um, God's dwelling place was now amongst man yeah. in a renewed and restored earth. And I think the one thing that I have the greatest hope for, and, and I really, I, I hope this, and in this, at the very beginning, you said, you know, for people who are standing on a soapbox, just banging the drum saying hell has to be real, <clears throat> everything's predicated upon hell. You're right whenever you say that we hope that if you're a Christian, your heart is different. Because our greatest hope, I hope, is that all things will be made right, that all will be saved, that every tongue will confess and every knee will bow, not out of compulsion. Oh my gosh. Excuse me. Not out of compulsion, not because you have to, but because you've seen the glory, I mean, the glory of God in your midst, and you said, my God, my God, I never knew. So even the vilest offender, I hope that when they're in the midst of the glory of God, that they drop to their feet and just say, I'm sorry, I never knew. I mean, that's my hope. I, I hope that there's this universal salvation. I hope that the accomplishment of Christ is so much bigger and larger than any of us ever knew. I think that, present function and task of the Christian is simply invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been yeah, forgiven. You have been forgiven and you are, you are given the invitation into a life so much sweeter and so much better presently that you can take part in. That's not full of brokenness and heartache and burden and unless you're bread and <laughs> water pipes breaking and no, but seriously, whenever it comes to like relationships yeah. and, and, blessing people and forgiving others and turning the other cheek and going the extra mile. There's a life of freedom that's so much richer and so much greater. And the task of the Christian is to invite people into that presently, what we anticipate and hope for in the future. Wow. Well, let me... I, I mean, don't know. I feel like we should end on that. I want mean, no, I, I want to hear Matt. Yeah. I've been saving. I can, nobody uh, gives a shit what you have to say. I have the perfect that. question. I, that, to I know it. it's true. So <laughs> I have a perfect question to kill the conversation. So go ahead. 
God. I just... Go ahead. If there's a hell, it's where Michael does shit like this. He is just like, the worst. So I, I've been, I've had this article like for like this article came out like June 22nd of last year. So like I've had this for a while because I knew it's cosmopolitan. Point. Is that where it's from? <laughs> yes, it's nine ways to please <laughs> teen, your man. Teen you want it? Vogue. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, should be on the fridge. <laughs> Brand's looking for a bottle opener. Um, uh, side of the fridge, front of the fridge. All right, <laughs> countertop. No. Check the countertop. Other side. Other side. I just realized I was talking to him in the microphone. <laughs> um, oh, wait, here. Here you go. Thanks, sir. Oh, Michael's got one on his keychain. Or I, I do. Did. I do somewhere. It's gone. My mom must have stole it. <laughs> My mom must have stole it. <laughs> oh, here it is. Thank you. We got it. Got it. It's beer time, guys. We got to have a beer. It's heavy discussion. Yeah. This, this, is, this is heavy stuff. Okay, this so stuff. this is... um. It's an article off of uh, unfundamental, unfundamental, fund, gosh, unfundamentalist Christians. Buzzfeed. No, it's not off Buzzfeed. It's called Hell Might Be Empty. Um, <laughs> and he, he spends a lot of time talking about Jurgen Moltmann. Um, and Jurgen Moltmann said, once said in discussion, in the final analysis, I believe hell will be empty. And he uses a couple arguments here. He talks about. Um, he said this theological idea com- came comes from Moltmann's understanding that all who are dead are dead in Christ, just as the living are alive in Christ whether they acknowledge the presence of the deity or not. God's presence is in all and through all. That's straight out of Scripture. Yeah, Colossians 1. Yeah. Uh, Therefore, everyone, the living and the dead, are contained in the loving presence of the God who Jesus called Father and are moving with this God toward, toward God's future. Yes. With that, do that sentence, there's a lot going on in that sentence. Uh, Moltmann further asserts, as do many Christian theologians, that all time is already contained in the life of God. It's that in Him we live and move and have our being idea, right? Yes, yes. Um, past, present, future, and eternity all glow with God's presence. If you, like me, are an outsider to the... Uh, let me skip that part. Um, he talks about you know, the idea of God's unbound, unbounded grace. Um, it's the grace that's displayed through Jesus. That's I mean, right. that's Jesus is the living image of God. Um, he said there's no limit to it. He said there's no way that someone can fall out of grace, which is a theological concept I grew up in. A lot of That's a very Baptist thing, right, too. Right, it is, also. right. Um, if God's grace is so amazing uh, and so boundless and so infinite, then at the end of all things being made new, this God could very likely open the metaphorical gates to the new reality that's been reconciled and say, everybody who has ever lived or ever died, come live with me. Uh, it's beautiful. It's invitational. It? It's invitational. It's, it's the idea. Well, in Revelation, you know, we've talked about this before, yes. that the gates are open all for time. people to come in. And to leave, yes. like there is, a, there's an option there. Yep. And the leaves are for the healing of the nation. Yes. Why would a Christian want to be in a place where there's Muslims? Right. Yeah. That's like anytime I try to sort of erase hell from my thinking, like I always come back to that kind of thing. Like, if you hate people now, then why would you want to dwell for eternity with the people you hate? But see, Brad, that's exactly the problem that we have: is that people take their future, what they believe about the future, and they bring it presently. And and so that's what I'm saying is that we've had it so wrong for so long is that whenever people say it's heaven or hell, then to people who need, deserve to go to hell, then we're going to treat you like hell. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And, and I think whenever you have a heart that's changed, whenever you have a future that looks so much with so much more opportunity with God that has so much more grace than we've ever imagined, almost like the, the father in the uh, parable of the prodigal son, I was just going to say right? that God, I had that and, note. And, down. And yeah. I was does, just going to say that. Does, does it not bring tears to your eyes 
that the father, when the son has gone so far away and squandered everything. Because that, well, that, you know, that parable is essentially, if you look at it in the right context and what's actually being said, is essentially universalist idea. The father's like the whole, to both sons, no, everything I've always had is yours. It all belongs to you. Yeah. Like, this is all yours. Just come in and enjoy it. Yes. But the oldest son fucks off to the field, and he's like, I don't want any part of that. Right. He's the one that was, quote, in, and doesn't want any part of it. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, is that there will be those at the very end who are weeping and having gnashing of teeth, and it will be the religious who are standing there saying, yes. saying to God, Hell is populated listen, with religious people. Listen. Period. Mic that, drop. They're, they're, looking that's at what you, Looking at you, Franklin Graham. They're, they're, you are so bad. <laughs> no, but those people will, will you know, I, I see the streets lined with people, and I see the nations just walking down, and there will be those who say to God, they don't deserve it. And God will turn to them and say, you didn't deserve it. And I think it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing about the our conditional, finite grace and mercy and yep. love and yep. forgiveness cannot even contemplate, cannot even imagine the grace, the mercy, the forgiveness of a loving God who's always inviting the son back, who's always invitational, who's always welcoming in day or night. The doors are always open. The table always set. And you are yep. welcome to a seat at the table. Yep. And this article says, you know, people talk about, you know, what about God's justice? And it lessens God's justice. And he makes the argument, well, God's justice, you know, we tend to recast the divine in our own image, like what our idea of justice is. Projecting. Yeah. Our idea of justice is retributive. Yep. Um, God's justice has more to do with reconciliation, restoration, and redemption. And that, and we're not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with that. Nobody's comfortable with that. Um, But salvation is primarily about God's grace and power displayed through the love of Jesus. It's not about any of us being saved from something but about God saving everyone in all things for something. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, I want to take this even, even oh my further up and even further in. <laughs> even further. <laughs> He's about to ruin this whole discussion. You know that, right? Yep, I know. Yeah. Hi, friends. It's that time of the week where Michael has a deep thought. Do you think hell has a janitor? Well, friends, what the fuck that was that? it. Um, <laughs> so are you insinuating that the writer I'm of just, Rogue... Not, so I, you could have at least asked, do you think they serve breakfast in hell? Damn it, I missed it. And that you, you went with janitor? Yeah, if you're going to fuck up a conversation, at least <laughs> do it right. I'm just imagining a guy named Gerald mopping the floors. Good old Jerry. God, you were just terrible. Um, Apologies to anybody named Jerry that's listening. Hi, Gerald. God. What do you think he's whistling when the saints come marching in? I don't know, but I think he's effectively killed this. So why don't you just go to Um, feedback, buddy? A follow-up question. Are you insinuating that the writer of Revelation was on a vision quest and tripping balls? He wrote that shit down. You know that, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he just read it off uh-huh. of his computer. Instead of contributing meaningfully, yeah. he just wrote that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> now that we puked in your seat, you can tell us what you think. 
The five stars get red But one star is dead To us Feedback <laughs> Feedback um, We're going to go to Canada Do you want to go to Canada? No We've got some reviews in Canada Actually they have free health care so Oh, we do have reviews in we Canada? We have several Justin reviews Justin Trudeau in is dreamy. Don't even have He me. is dreamy. Um, I, would see, not, I would not. I am straight as an arrow. I would not kick that man out of bed. <laughs> Just FYI. So, Did we, you see he posed, he posed with a bunch of uh, high school kids that were going to the prom? Yeah. Did you see where also this girl won prime minister for a day or whatever? And so he built a, they built a couch fort in his office. The dude's Seriously. just freaking awesome, man. man. <laughs> Every time I'm here, Brad, man loves on Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it's kind of a thing. It's kind of our thing here. I'm trying to get to Canada. It's not. It's All not right. going very um, fast. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, this is January of this year. Holy crap! <laughs> Whoops. Um, so we have several. Um, we have some from May and April of last year. But we're gonna start. No, January. I read some of these. Yeah, uh, but the January one we have we I think we read those. I don't think we've read the January of this year. Um, just listen to Great Sex Can Change the World episode. It was extremely insightful for me as this topic, this is a topic I think a lot about. I'm not religious since becoming uh, familiar with rea- radical feminist theory. I've not really been sure how to experience sexuality at this point either. Hillary had so many great points and ideas that I'm going to follow up on. I appreciate her being so open about, I appreciate her being so open about your life and experience too. I'm looking forward to hearing more from both Inglorious Bastards and Hillary McBride. <laughs> so that was from her first episode. Wow. Hi, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm here. All I right. Got you, it. So are you at uh, January 20? Yep. Go okay. ahead. This is, this is why uh, uh, Matt reads them now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we all realize that now. Um, Listener Beware by Him99. Been listening for a few months and a lot of the content here has catalyzed a reevaluation of some of my ingrained belief systems, worldview, and faith. I don't know which came first, but at any rate, I'm grateful at any rate, I'm grateful for the humor, insight, and honesty of these guys. I'm also stupefied that I've gone twenty six years without realizing how difficult it is to pronounce my own name. So thanks for that, Michael. More ton. More ton. <laughs> Hashtag more ton. More power. <laughs> More of you in my life. <laughs> kind of like the gospel singing better. more time. All right. Um, like the gospel singing better? Yeah, I like the gospel singing better. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, this is called Spiritual Therapy by Mr. Hood 56. Mr. Hood. I think it's uh, Reuben Hood, I believe, if I were uh, guessing. Robin's brother. Uh, started, listening, started listening to the pastors at the Science Mike interview and have become hooked. Such a great companion while fighting a long commute or a day of housework. This show is a great blend of hilarious banter and relevant spiritual discussion. You guys have helped me learn to swear again. Thanks. You're welcome. I guess. Yeah. Um, and there's been more than one occasion when I've walked into a liquor store to buy what you're drinking. Shout out to Peach Vodka. Did we drink Peach Vodka? Yeah, with uh, Ray. Oh, Sinister. Ray. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Uh, favorite episodes so far are with... God, we were hammered. It that was lit. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot Dude, of vodka. It's a lot of alcohol. In a short amount of time. Uh, favorite episodes so far are with Peter Rollins and Hillary McBride. BTW, your newsfeed article where man is arrested with cat litter that was mistaken for meth. He would have had silica cat litter. It looks like small, clear beads. And some of us northern folk stuff it in old socks and leave it in our cars to help dry the air and cut down on condensation. Fun fact. Blame Pinterest life hacks. So thanks, Mister Hood. 
And this is this is the one that actually got me to look at Canada because she said uh, she left a review um, and uh, okay. it was in Canada. This one, so, yeah. By okay, this is sixty six episodes in five weeks. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. Damn, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. Around. By LVJY Faith Alexis. Um and water and water ride. I have learned much about boys, uh, which is good for me. With a husband and a seventeen and twenty year old boy at home, they seem somewhat normal or something. I have learned to laugh. I have been shocked, but most of all, I would like to think that I know way more things. I have many more things to mull over in my brain and my deconstruction. Some of it was I was tempted to not go there because of my conservative background, but I decided to have an open mind about it all. I look forward to learning more from these guys and their guests. I have bought a few books, and I have bought some music based on recommendations. Uh, get Kendrick Lamar's album. Uh, they may be a little crude at times, but with an open mind, you can look past that and see that they are regular guys on their own deconstruction journey. Keep it up. Thanks, Alexis. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Appreciate that. Those are very I love nice. it when conservative people listen to us. I do, too, yeah. actually. Yep. Thanks. All right. Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. That's just music I'm making. And number 50. Coming in at number 50. <laughs> um, Eugene, Eugenie, Eugenie Bauman. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I said Eugene Bauman. Eugenie Bauman. Uh, She's going to at the hell out yes, of you tomorrow. Yes. Bring it, Eugenie. I love you. Uh, Marzapan. <laughs> Seriously. The foreign exchange student. Yeah. She's back. She doesn't like Marzipan. She likes Marzipan. Now on on uh, Homestar Runner, it's Marcy Pan, right? Yes, yes, that's where we got that. From. I got it from. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Doctor Evil, Doctor Evil, Marzy Pan Voodoo Effigy of the Fonz. Yeah, while well, smoking Bolivian prayer hash at Sammy Davis's house. <laughs> yeah, this is corrections and clarifications, just to 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 clarify <laughs> that. Is that the is that the the therapist scene? No, it's uh, on the second one when they're on the talk show. <laughs> that's where he's on. Uh, is it Springer? Are they yeah, on Springer? Springer. Yeah. J. Marie Walker <laughs> at Polly Named Ranger said, at Pastor's Podcast, fuck all y'all. <laughs> Which I think in translated into English is, fuck all you all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from Boston. I'm unfortunately living here in the moment. Rating should be South Carolina related. Doesn't matter. You're in Boston. That's all that matters. That's why I said Where's if you were at? to... Yeah. Where's she at? Boston. She's in Boston. Where's she at? Boston. 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 She's in Boston. 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 <laughs> Here she goes to the Haba. Hey, Hab. Good, good Hab and Yad. Dude. She's chowder. <laughs> chowder. I was flipping around on the television the other night. And Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> Isn't Ben Affleck god awful terrible? He man. Awful. He's terrible. So, um, so this is a It's such a great by. movie, though. It is a great, great movie. movie. Matt Damon is fantastic. Yeah, is. And this, Robin Williams is fantastic. I started cracking this up when I saw it. I was like, yeah. and my God, Ben Affleck is terrible. Uh, speaking of Ben Affleck. This is a habit, um, by the way. Especially the equations and shit on the wall. <laughs> speaking of so Ben Affleck, uh, Jason Williams at JDub47421 said, I can. I cannot find anything. I, I can find nothing on the interweb supporting Ben Affleck and Rudy. Yeah. So apparently, we were thinking of Vince Vaughn. I was not. Thinking I was of thinking of Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. I was. I think it is one of those things. What do you call him? Uh, Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. Mandela effect. That's because I fucking remember. Not. I remember Vince Vaughn, but I also remember Ben Affleck, and I think we're in a parallel universe now. Where Ben Affleck I think you're is probably wrong it. about that, but I yeah. you can't prove it. You cannot prove it. Uh, but apparently, Ben Affleck in this universe is not in Rudy. So I'm not going to admit I'm wrong. I'm just going to say 
in this universe. I'm wrong. Actually. Yeah. And Gifried also said, are you sure that wasn't Vince Vaughn? Yeah. yeah. Once he said that, I was like, oh, that's right. It was I didn't remember Ben Affleck being in that. So, Do you remember Ben Affleck? As thought, a football player, non-speaking role. I thought it was... Um, um, dang it. I was going to have a great joke. Oh. My mind shut down after the hell discussion. Yeah, what the hell? I was going to go with the... Uh, What's the Mandela effect with the dude in the movie Shazam? Oh, um, Sinbad. Dang it. I was going to say, no, I remember Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost a little something there. Yeah, it's all right, man. Welcome, welcome to my life. It's fine. And synapses are... Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Not, not bang. <laughs> um, coming in at number 10, Courtney Vrablick. How have y'all not watched RHPS? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, hashtag Bing Bad Drifter. That's apparently going to be remedied soon. Yes. Um, coming in at number nine. Ink by a Drifter. <laughs> that's a great, that's a freaking great hashtag. Uh, so good. Uh, coming in at number nine, Math- Mathan. Mathan. Mathan Neller West. I'm just spit take his beer. Nathan Miller West. Oh, Nathan is one of our favorites. <laughs> long time listener. Long time. Uh, love you, long time. <laughs> love you, long Tim. Um, <laughs> he says, "Wow, now I need to see if Hillary takes if Hillary takes my insurance." Hashtag Ben Affleck was great and Rudy. <laughs> Hashtag big by Drifter. Um, Stephen the Bane at Stephen the Bane said. Uh, when your cat's hashtag banged by a drifter, <laughs> you need hashtag 13 cats and hashtag shit in the shower. Um, <laughs> need some major hashtag tuna girth to feed them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Coming in at number seven, uh, Beck Ray at Ox Anglican. Good job, buddy. Hey, That's it. two days, two weeks in a row. Hey, Good job, buddy. Uh, at Pastor's Podcast was hashtag banged by a drifter <laughs> with hashtag 86 inches of girth. <laughs> and then Same. hashtag Michael unloaded. Oh, oh man. <laughs> really unfortunate somebody <laughs> used that. Coming in at number five, Seamus at extroverted EIT said, I was a little worried when I heard hashtag ivory cock ring. Glad it was just a hashtag vibrating one. <laughs> hashtag banged by a drifter. <laughs> Coming in at number four, Jared Lawrence at JLaw OH. He's back with the JLaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go with what and, works. And He's back a, in Michael Spank Bank. Back in my <laughs> dreams. Um, what is the secret ingredient to grief pie? Listen to Pastor's podcast and find out. Hashtag banked by a drifter. I didn't know Patrick Swayze was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I learned so much from that. <laughs> P.S. What's the synonym for cinnamon? Cin- I can't even say it. What's the synonym for cinnamon? <laughs> you struggle with it even in your <laughs> What's the synonym for cinnamon? What's the synonym for cinnamon? And her hair smells like cinnamon. What's the, the word? Do you guys have words that you can't say? Yes. Yeah. What is it? Uh, I'd have to think about it. Yeah. It's kind of random. Egalitarian. For me. What? <laughs> it's a science mic joke. Oh, egalitarian yeah. instead of egalitarian. Yeah. Yeah. I, there are, like, if there's, like, too many R's in a row, like, with a couple words back to back, I fight that hard. R- rural is hard. Well, rural that's, that's a big one. I can't say sim- similar. Similarly. Similarly. Yeah. Similarly. Yes. yes. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I just avoid it. 
The, man, like, the man's written two books. Can't say similarly. <laughs> similarly, my wife says I. It. My wife says I can't say pen. Uh, P E uh, like P E N and P I N. I say it the same way. Pen. 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 I, I probably do that. I do too. too. Yeah, I probably do. That's probably an idiot. One's a pen and one's a pen. Mm-hmm. The one that drives me crazy. She's is from Ecuador. They don't even use either. A lot of people. Words. Yeah, I know. A lot of people <laughs> in Indiana say egg. Instead of egg. egg. Yeah. Egg. That egg. one drives me crazy. Bag. That's bag. another one. Bag. Uh, war, Instead of bag. War. Caramel. A bagel. Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah. I got some Have bagels. It. Have it. Similarly. Bagels. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I went entire podcast. I know. Trying to I, say know that word. I think I had that in one of another, my podcasts another, and I ditched it. I another like, Indianaism <laughs> is uh, code. What? Is that a cold? It's code, code outside. Code. Oh no! It's code. It's code. code um, uh, we a friend of the podcast. She doesn't listen. Uh, Bonnie uh, once said uh, she used to call windows windles. <laughs> windles. <laughs> and uh, uh, dishwasher is dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. And Dish Wall is an OK 90s band. So no, no they're not. No, no they <laughs> weren't. Counting blue cars. No, that song sucks balls. Really? That song sucks. Fake news. Stop. I'm kind of okay with it. Right. No, you're not. Can that song's on rap. When was the last time you heard that song? It's been a while, but I turned yeah, it up. Yeah, exactly. It's been tonight. 15 years, and it's shit. I'm going to download the whole album. It's no Chumba Wumba tub thumping. That's it's a good point. It's no Chumba Wumba. <laughs> 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 I want to hashtag that just so people have to try uh, to spell it. I, that's my nickname for my son is Chumba Wumba. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You gotta it's, talk, a, it's his uh, Wookiee name. <laughs> we, we were driving to Cleveland this weekend, and oh, we stumbled upon a 90s radio, uh, throwback 90s on the weekend, and I told my wife, I said, they had way more fun in the 90s with music. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, ride the train. I mean, yeah. just all this great, <laughs> crazy music. Like, that stuff would never <laughs> come out. <laughs> right. Come on, ride. They, they, <laughs> none of that fun stuff would ever come out anymore. Anyway. <laughs> You guys remember all uh, CNC Music Factory? Get the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> that song the other day on the nineties on you? Nine Station. <laughs> Dude, I got in the car the other day. I knew it was going to be a great day because I turned it on and it was nineties on Nine was on. Freaking Regulate by Warren oh, G and Nate Dogg was on. That song kicks ass. <laughs> Regulate. Don't even at me. Don't even at me. That Mound song up. rules. All right, coming in at number three. Sixteen in the clip and oh one in the hole. Nate <laughs> Dogg is about to make some bodies turn cold. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, also, that song set women's rights back yeah. about 30 <laughs> Most years. Most 90s rap did. That and Anaconda. <laughs> Brad OG. Well, well, that and Rico Suave. <laughs> I eat them raw like sushi. <laughs> oh. It's the worst line it's in music just, history. I audibly cringe oh, if I hear it. Awful. Oh. I am a filthy human being. Oh. And when I hear that, I go, oh, God, what the hell's wrong oh. with that guy? <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Hey, buddy. All right, coming in <laughs> at number three. You guys remember a couple of weeks ago when people were at Poly named, yeah. etc. Yeah. This person, so somebody did bad pu- shit start to happen to no, them. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> their pipes, <laughs> their pipes <laughs> bust. No, <laughs> yeah, tires are got flat. in a wreck, broke my neck, and I'm now paralyzed. <laughs> oh well, sorry. So, on on Twisted Sisters, uh, Mindy, who uh, was at Poly named Mindy. Hey, yeah. Mindy. Um, Said publicly that she was losing that, uh, that, that, that at. Yeah. She's no longer at Pauline. Uh, I, or she did it in the pub. Anyway, so this is coming from 
Dan at Polly named Mindy. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. He, st- he stole the handle. <laughs> uh, well done. Well done. I, lo- I love our listeners. Formerly Dr. Andy Nixon. Um, said also my wife uh, private private messaged him about because uh, he's a pharmacist about uh, like drugs that she's taking over the counter <laughs> uh, or under I don't know over the counter under the counter probably over under the, the counter, counter would counter. be like cocaine under the counter would be like meth cocaine bro. meth heroin <laughs> under the table um, anyway uh, Dan at Polly named Mindy uh, new at Pastor's <laughs> podcast episode is out. If you like nervous laughter and uncomfortableness because of sex talk, this is for you. <laughs> Hashtag being by a drifter. <laughs> coming in. She said orgasm a lot. That's why. She had did, number yeah. two. Makes in Yeah. Uh, coming in at number two. At Becky Seville. And Cunnilingus. I can't say that word. That's a word I can't <laughs> say. <laughs> Not because I can't say it. Because I, I want to hear you too. try, though. Nope. <laughs> Come on. No. Come on. No. Nope. Come on. Nope. Does it come out as Colonel Lingus? Colonel Lingus. the <laughs> head of the head of the Roman hordes. Colonel <laughs> <laughs> Lingus. Hor- horde spelled W H O R E D S. Coming in at number two hordiot. at Becky Seville. Uh, at Pastor's Podcast. <laughs> Are y'all trying to kill me? I was flossing when at Hillary L. McBride said, we could do a fellatio episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Pastor 69. And coming in at number one. Brandy Roberts at Fruit Snack 1983. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, pat, this, this episode is my fave. I learned a ton and laughed a lot. Thank you at Hillary at Hillary McBride for such insight. Hashtag being by yep. drifter. I thought it would be nice to yeah, do like nice a sentimental one. She said it was her favorite. So, yeah. And she doesn't add us very often. So thanks, That's because Brandy. she actually secretly hates us. Well, I think I actually... She didn't... She, <laughs> She's using us for pub access. Yes. You know the great thing about Hillary McBride? <laughs> that she's intelligent. Well, outside more of that... She's, way more, a, she's really well-spoken, too. She's really nice. Yeah, and she's fun. Yeah, she's yeah fun. she is. Yeah, she's yeah. just she's a nice very person. nice. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Um, Wrap this up. I got a closing pee. time. Rate us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Well, Write a review on iTunes. Hashtags, so. Check out our website in gloriouspastards.com. Um, support for this podcast comes from listeners like you at patreon.com slash pastors podcast full npr every week support us on patreon to join the pastors pub get bonus content buy around and even shape the content of this show and now for the afro lesbian (laughs) icelandic jam band this week nefertiti's matt and nefertiti's nipples matt and brandon will be doing a an episode of the pastors pub crawl um for we're rating Lenny's clothing right now. <laughs> Thumbs um, up. Yep. So Matt and Brandon will be doing an episode of the pu- Pub Crawl. Yes, we around, will. Around uh, Kendrick Lamar. That's right. His new <laughs> album. So Billy already checked out. <laughs> yeah, he's done. <laughs> so uh, homework between now and uh, Saturday or Sunday Billy when it drops. Billy fucked off. He's gonna go loan shark another car to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Bill. Homework for um, those of you who want to listen to that. Listen to Kendrick Lamar's album "Damn." Yep. From it's God, it's so it's good. so good. Listen it to is. it from start to finish, and, and then, then make a playlist and listen to it backwards. And then Matt and Brandon will talk about. We'll it. We'll break yes. it down. Yep. Wiki wiki. Um, hashtags. 
I've got a number. I've got of a few. Them. I'll go. Hashtag Brad has had a day. <laughs> Hashtag moved on to sheets and blankets. <laughs> Sounds a lot dirtier than it really was. It really was. does, yeah. Hashtag the spear of Shaka Zulu. That's kind of a, kind of a personal favorite. Hashtag the lesson here is don't pray. Hashtag my fingers smell like work. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hashtag squirt some caramel jizz on it. Nope. <laughs> Hashtag Bill Paxton was robbed of an Oscar. <laughs> Kudos to you on that, Michael. That was good. I like that. Hashtag. Uh, oh my God, what's that say? A <laughs> little bit of. I have no idea what that is. Oh, a little, little bit, bit of, of Oprah in you. Yeah, a little bit of Oprah in me. <laughs> yeah. I've got that one too. Actually, I lost it. I lost it at Oprah. Um, uh, these are all too long. Oh. Uh, you're, you're you're mispronouncing Ewan McGregor. <laughs> hashtag I, for some reason this might be my favorite. Hashtag Gehenna Jones. <laughs> that's that's my personal favorite. <laughs> Gehenna Jones. Hashtag back in Michael's spank bank. <laughs> and hashtag Billy is a loan shark. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, I've got hashtag stop praying, uh, hashtag don't say caramel, <laughs> hashtag Michael is full of moisture. I'm not <laughs> sure where that one came from. <laughs> wow. It's Pretty like gross. Moses, his moisture is not abated. Uh, hashtag I sucked in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. I think it had to do with the uh, coffee pouches. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag I'll show you my heat moon. <laughs> Hashtag hashtag caramel jizz. Hashtag community cheese drizzle. Hashtag just say venti watermelon. Hashtag glardig fug. (laughs) Hashtag bun flow. Hashtag bank butt. I'm bank butt. Bun flow. (laughs) Hashtag uh, pouch latte. I don't, where did that go? Oh, pouch lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nope. Uh, hashtag, hashtag your father's injection. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hashtag a softer position. <laughs> hashtag God is Gollum. Hashtag Jesus was a Christian. <laughs> hashtag a soft four. <laughs> That's Michael. He's a soft four. Hashtag I know. I had the, the hard eight. <laughs> hashtag I know that girl. I don't remember what that was from. It was the uh, girl know. named Gehenna. That's right. You said I know that girl. Yeah. Uh, hashtag a case of Gehenna. Uh, hashtag. Hashtag, oh gosh. hashtag God is a gentle lover. <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely not. That is not happening. <laughs> but he is. Oh. Hashtag what about Brad? Hashtag my. What? <laughs> My mom must have stole it. <laughs> I didn't remember that. <laughs> your uh, bottle opener. <laughs> oh, hashtag hell is full of Christians. Hashtag it's no chumbawamba. And then hashtag Colonel Lingus. <laughs> Colonel Lingus. Party oh, for duty. Man. <laughs> All right. I had... Uh, Hashtag Brad had a day. Hashtag 
two feet down the hole. Uh, <laughs> what was that from? I have no idea. <laughs> Hashtag. Oh, the, the, the thing was two feet down the hole. <laughs> the water turned. Oh, that's right. It, yeah. Hashtag day named Polly. Uh, hashtag I know the plan I have for you. <laughs> hashtag uh, I like when you say grinds. <laughs> hashtag other people's poop. Nice. <laughs> hashtag that's fat on fat on fat. Hashtag P H A T. P H fat, yeah. Uh, hashtag a little Oprah in you. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag a girl named Gehenna and hashtag Colonel Lingus. Colonel Lingus. I don't know how Lingus. I missed the, the joke about that picture you have. Uh, why didn't we say shitstorm? Did we not sh- say shitstorm? We didn't I say shitstorm. Shit we should have said it. Oh, didn't we didn't hashtag it. It was more of a shit explosion, <laughs> I would say. But All right. I have uh, casseroles make you poor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well That's done. nice. Well done. Hashtag don't pray. <laughs> hashtag my fingers smell like work. I really do like that one. Uh, hashtag Rambo's cousin. <laughs> I like that. Danbo. Hashtag softer positions. <laughs> hashtag Jesus was a Christian. Hashtag God is a gentle lover. And no. hashtag what about Brad? I love God as a gentleman. <laughs> I'm so I'm, I'm pretty partial to Gehenna Jones. I like it. That's where or casseroles make you poor. I, I really think it should be God as a gentleman. No, no, no. absolutely not. <laughs> I'm. You don't have a line. I'm drawing the goddamn line. No. I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm partial to Gehenna Jones, but I'll show you my heat moon as a close second. I'll show you my heat moon. <laughs> <laughs> we might Gehenna Jones is more aligned with the episode. I love how, do you, how do you spell Gehenna Jones? G E H E N N A Jones. Jones. I love it. G E H E N N A Jones. All right, we'll go Gehenna Jones. Is that, <laughs> is that Indiana's sister? Yeah, it is. I like that. <laughs> All right, so if you have listened to this podcast in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag hashtag Gehenna Jones. <laughs> You can find us. Somebody's going to name their kid Gehenna (laughs) Gehenna Jones. I like that name. Hit us up on social media at uh, on Twitter at Pastors Podcast at Polly named Brad at Polly named Matt at Polly named Brad. (laughs) Every time, every friggin' time, and at MJ Basinger (laughs) at um, Brian Andros. (laughs) Brian Danger Andros. Danger Andros. (laughs) By the way, that's going to be like a a spoof. Yeah, I hope somebody does Brian Andros. And just Ian has Irving. the picture. Look at you, Ian. Ian Irving. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say, I'm going to put all of the notes that I had on yes. my Patreon because I have one now. Yes, you do. Yay. Um, I'm going to put that on the Patreon. Yes. All five pages of it. What's your Patreon? It's uh, patreon.com slash Brian Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually my name. Brandon Andrews. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, anything else you want to plug? Nope. Uh, it's Twitter? worth it. It's you get stuff like all your every uh, five out of seven days usually. Yeah, it's I'm just thought of the day yes. paragraphs correspondence yep. on email that I is actually private email that you're getting that you can see what I've written to people. And <laughs> it's it's awesome. I, I I support him now. So yeah, it's awesome. thank you, Matt. Yeah, bro hugger bear. 
Yeah, so for one dollar it's a fist bump. Fist bump. For five dollars it's a bro hug. And for ten dollars it's a bear hug. Bear <laughs> hug. Sweet. So support <laughs> I almost called you Brian Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so screwed. Oh. You know what? The, the, the sad thing is that nobody's ever gonna get to my uh, blog site. No one's Never. ever gonna no. get to no. my <laughs> Just you should, <clears throat> you should just start an alt. You should just, <laughs> just lean into it, man. Start another Patreon, just Brian Andros. Yeah, yeah, and just lean into yeah, it. Yeah, this whole episode was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They generally are. We'll have your actual <laughs> links in the show notes. Um, yeah, so that's 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 it. So yeah. long, suckers. All right. Uh, be sure to check out our friends Twisted Sisters on their iTunes feed. Um, their latest episode is featuring Lisa Gunger. Ooh, yeah. So I'm super pumped about that. It hasn't launched yet, but I I have the insight, and this will launch after theirs anyway, so they won't know. So that's it, guys. Thanks, dude. Awesome. Yeah, it's good Thank to have you. you back. Yeah, I'll see you in another six months. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. So is this is this four for you? It is. I'm in four. I'm leading. Hillary's gonna overtake me by the next time yeah. that I get here. What about Lucas? Is Lucas at three or four? He's at three. Oh he's on three, isn't he? Yeah. Step yeah. it up, guys. Yep. That's right. I'll quit again in a couple weeks. <laughs> he can come back up. <laughs> and then show back up. He almost he almost took the lead a while back. Yeah. So like, hey, definitely yeah. check out the Kendrick Lamar episode. Yes, yeah. Pastors Pub Crawl. Really Patreon.com slash Pastors Pub. Five bucks get no, you. No, slash Pastors Podcast. Five bucks gets you a quality music review. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Chicka-pow.